guys, this is Mindcast with your host, Kevin Seaman, where we talk about what's going on in your head. Hi, this is your host of Mindcast, Kevin Seaman. E is for energy. I heard something the other day that struck me. You can be a victim of change or a victor over change. Although I'm not convinced any of us can overcome change, we can use it, capitalize on it, and flow with it. It's been my experience that in order to make a remarkable change, one must take remarkable action. It's not what you intend, but rather what you do that facilitates progress in any objective. It's not about intent. It's about action. But we all have so much to do and only so much energy to do it. The number one question I'm asked is, how do you get so much energy? I'm currently in my 60s, I have a beautiful family, and I teach 20 to 25 physical martial arts and boxing classes a week. I train myself, I run my business, I write books and articles, I wrote and produced this podcast, and I feel great. If you had more energy, what would you be able to accomplish? What interference does a lack of energy create in your athletic goals, health goals, your academic goals, your career goals, and your family goals? In this week's Mindcast, I'm going to give you a few of the best strategies to obtain more energy I've gained through my 40-plus years as a professional trainer. These are connected to what I refer to as the four pillars of health. First, let's start with the mental aspect. How many times have you said to yourself, I'm beat, I'm really tired, or something similar? When you tell yourself you're tired, when you focus on this minor dip in energy, you embrace that feeling in your mind. Your self-talk can have more to do with how you feel and how you perform than almost any other factor. Tell yourself what you want, not what you don't want. You want to feel great. Tell yourself, I feel great. I feel terrific. Repeat that with emotion, either internally or aloud, and you will begin to feel differently. Of course, audibly may be more appropriate for certain select circumstances. Second, change your physiology, and you'll instantly change your emotion, and therefore your energy. Take a break if you're at a desk or driving or doing something that's putting you in a pattern of immobilization. Interrupt that pattern. Take a short walk. Stand up straight. Breathe deep from your diaphragm. Maybe get something to eat or have a drink of water. These things immediately interrupt your pattern of immobilization. Think about this for a moment. How would you stand if you were highly energized? Adjust your posture as if you were in a peak energy state How would you be standing? Where would your shoulders be? Your eyes, the position of your head, the look on your face. You know this state. You've been there before, and so does your body and your mind. When you adjust your posture in this way, you'll cue your subconscious. You will associate it with the times in the past when you were in this state. It's simple, and it works great. My third strategy You can visualize yourself doing something when you're in a highly energized or the excitement of an upcoming trip, vacation, or event. If there was a risk factor involved, that's even better. This will help kick on your adrenal glands and literally take you back to that moment. In order to do this effectively, you must use clear, bright, emotionally charged pictures. The more real it seems, the more involved your body and mind connection will be. 
Using these three techniques I've just mentioned, your results will be optimized due to the influence of auditory, kinesthetic, and visual involvement. Fourth, you can use an anchor. I sometimes use anchors to reassociate myself to a time when I was absolutely on alert and energized. I discussed this method in Mindcast 13 on how your associations take you back in time in an instant. Basically, anchors are triggers that are connected to emotionally charged events in your life that have had significance. The anchor is a connected combination of a gesture, a verbal cue, and a visual revisitation of an emotionally charged event in your past that made you feel a way that you want to replicate now. If you're not familiar with anchoring, listen to Mindcast number 13 or contact me and I'll help you discover it. All that you accomplish or fail to accomplish with your life is a direct result of your thoughts. James Allen. Okay, let's look at a few of the physical aspects of human energy. First, in order to have energy, you need to use energy. This is a physiological concept based on supply and demand. In order for your body to operate optimally, you must stay active. As a trainer, I have a couple of tricks I'll share with you. Eat a breakfast with healthy fats, protein, and some complex carbs. Stay away from sugar, especially in the morning. If you eat a lot of sugary foods, simple carbs for breakfast, you'll get a boost of energy, then insulin will kick in, and you'll be left in a lull with useless, empty calories. You will crash. Never skip breakfast. This starts your day with a low in your blood sugar. In reference to diet, Stay away from processed foods. Try to maintain a mix of good, clean protein, small amounts of fat from sources like olive or avocado oil, avocados, fish, and complex carbohydrates. If you're an athlete, if your diet doesn't contain enough carbohydrate, it is likely your performance and recovery will be impaired, as carbohydrate is a key fuel for your brain and muscles during exercise. Your body can store carbohydrates in the muscles and the liver as glycogen, and you use these storages as sources of fuel for physical activity. Stay far away from sugar-packed sports drinks, as they are a poor source of clean, complex carbs. Although sports drinks do contain essential electrolytes, there are products out there that you can get to mix with your water. My favorite product is Ultima Replenisher. It's made by Ultima Products, contains zero sugar and all your necessary electrolytes. Just add it to your water. This stuff is awesome. I mix mine with BCAAs, branch chain amino acids, and I sip it throughout the day. It helps my body maintain solid energy as I teach boxing, martial arts, and fitness classes throughout the day. This also helps with my recovery. Some excellent sources of carbs are whole grain rice, bananas, vegetables, potatoes, and sprouted grain breads. Be sure to drink adequate amounts of water throughout the day. Water makes up 60% of the adult human body. Your brain and heart are composed of 73% water, and your lungs about 83% water. Your skin contains 64% water. Muscles and kidneys are approximately 79% H2O. Be sure you're drinking your water every day, starting with the first thing in the morning. The best way to keep track of this is to have a refillable water bottle. 
This eliminates plastic that uh, destroys the environment as well. Use nutritional supplements wisely. Don't overdo it. Although it's not easy, the best way to maintain a level source of nutritional energy is to eat a few small healthy meals throughout the day. When you digest your food, something happens physiologically in relation to your blood location. It moves to your stomach to aid digestion. This provides less blood for other processes, and you sort of physiologically downsize your activity capability. This is why you may feel tired or groggy after a huge meal, and why you can't seem to get going at the gym after a big meal, or you may experience post-indigestion of hard-to-digest foods. This is sometimes known as food coma. Why? Well, the blood is reduced in other areas of your body, including your brain, in order to digest. The bottom line? Eat small, eat often, eat a nutritious whole foods diet, and use nutritional supplementation to your advantage. Kick up your metabolism, kick up your energy. When I need to shake up the metabolic rate of a client, I do two major things. First, I suggest an increase in both time and frequency of aerobic cardiovascular training. Twice a day, five days a week, when possible, with an initial increase of about 50%. As an example, if you're doing 20 minutes, I'll increase it to 30 minutes. After about two weeks, you will notice a difference. Next, I train them to develop lean muscle mass. This may sound unappealing for most females, but hear me out. So let's look at this logically. Strip away your bone, your body's fat, your organs, and what's left? Muscle mass. Muscles aren't just for high-level athletes, bodybuilders, and action heroes. They give you the structural strength to carry your body around every day. Maintaining the physiomechanical structure and usage of your body is essential for your quality of life. Building muscle decreases your chances for obesity and osteoporosis while increasing flexibility and stamina. And because muscle mass burns more calories than other tissue, even when you're resting, it also helps you lose weight and keep it off. Essentially, you're burning calories during the workout and as the muscles repair on the days when you're not training. What type of plan you should use should be discussed with a trainer. The one I get the best results with for producing muscle mass and strength without huge growth is referred to as supersetting. Supersets work opposite muscle groups with very little rest. An example would be work your chest, then back, your quads, then your hamstrings. Repetitions run between 12 and 15 for three to five sets. I do this as a full body workout. What do I mean by full body workout? I strength train all my major muscle groups every time I train, rather than isolate muscle groups like bodybuilders do. The sets can be increased as you progress. If 12 reps is too easy and 15 is too hard, adjust your weight. But using this approach, don't go to failure. Do two to three exercises for each muscle group. You should be getting a cardio lifting workout. Abdominal exercises are crucial to the quality of your posture and mobility. Your abs are an integral part of your core and support your overall strength. Most people don't realize that abs are the only muscle group that you can strengthen every day.
Your abs support your spinal health by keeping you balanced and standing up straight. Many times when someone has back problems, they also have underdeveloped abdominal muscles. So work those abs. In addition to my very active lifestyle, I do a full body strength workout twice a week. It takes me about 30 to 45 minutes. If you do little else, you may want to increase to three times a week. Let me know if you have any questions. I can guide you on. For optimum results, use the information so far in this Mindcast conjunctively. My experience has taught me in order to be successful, your approach must be holistic and not restrictive. When using the winning mindset mental exercises, try to use them simultaneously or in succession. Your results will be the most optimal using this approach. Try using the mental exercises for one week and see the results for yourself. With the psychological strategies, make the changes slowly. If it seems too hard, you probably won't stay with the changes. Visualize often what you'll obtain as the changes transform you and how you'll feel and how you'll look. Here's a great quote by sports psychologist Terry Orlick. In sports, mental imagery is used primarily to get the best out of yourself in training and competition. The developing athletes who make the fastest progress and those who ultimately become the best make extensive use of mental imagery. They use it daily as a means of directing what will happen in training and as a way of pre-experiencing their best competitive performances. The last super critical area is sleep. As an active adult, you require seven to nine hours of sleep. I used to be ignorant about sleep requirements when I was younger. I thought I could catch up on my sleep if I neglected my sleeping hours and sometimes saw sleep as a waste of time. Nothing could be further from the truth. Research shows that sleep is essential to revitalization and rebooting your human system. It is also how your body cleanses and processes nutrients. Sleep is important for various aspects of brain function. This includes cognition, concentration, productivity, and performance. Studies show that sleep-deprived individuals have a bigger appetite and tend to eat more calories due to the imbalance of hormones that regulate your appetite. Poor sleep patterns are linked to weight gain, and short sleep duration is one of the strongest risk factors for obesity. Sleep quality and duration have a significant effect on risks of heart disease, stroke, and Alzheimer's. Poor sleep patterns have also been linked to depression. As you are probably aware, sleep helps fight off illness. This includes COVID-19. This is due to the fact that getting at least eight hours of sleep can improve your immune system. Lastly, you probably have noticed everyone, not just babies, get grouchy when they don't get enough sleep. Combined with mindset, nutrition, and exercise, good sleep is one of the four pillars of health. Maintaining these four pillars of health will give you the strength, energy, and vitality to be absolutely the most incredible person you are capable of being. In all human affairs, there are efforts and there are results, and the strength of the effort is the measure of the result. James Allen, psychologist and author of As a Man Thinketh, 
Thank you. I am so grateful that you have taken the time to listen to this episode of Mindcast. It is my vision and drive to help others improve themselves and to discover their potential. Each and every one of you has a uniquely special combination of talents, aptitude, and abilities that belong to you and you alone. My goal is to inspire passion in you to discover those gifts. Be sure to check out all my episodes of Mindcast. If you enjoy Mindcast, check out my book, The Winning Mindset, co-authored with Jim Bro. It's packed full of useful strategies. Take care of yourself, use those four pillars of health, and live large. Until next time, this is Kevin Seaman, and this is Mindcast. Mindcast.